Hi guys, welcome to my review of Better Call Saul, Season 5, Episode 10, the finale, Something Unforgivable. Now just heads up, there will be spoilers in this, I'm sure most of you watched the episode by now, but if you haven't, go watch it, come back, because I think it was great. Just right off the bat, I think this season would have been absolutely disappointing if Lalo had died, because I feel there's so much more story you can tell with his character, and seeing Tony Dalton go would have been so heartbreaking, because he has provided a character with so much charisma, it's unbelievable. When he's on screen, not even Bob Odenkirk can outact him. And Bob Odenkirk generally outacts most people, other than maybe Brian Cranston on Breaking Bad. Now, I've actually seen a lot of mixed sort of feelings about this episode and the season in general. I don't really get it, because I think this season's been overall quite great. I can see how maybe there hasn't been as much story as some people were hoping for, but I think this season's been absolutely fantastic, and I think Lalo has been such an incredible addition to the show. I think Nacho is one of the most undervalued characters on the show, and I think Michael Mando is one of the most underrated actors on the show. He's done such a phenomenal job, and of course Jonathan Banks as Mike is just great as always. Gus Fring hasn't had that same bite to him that he once did, uh, but you know, that's not the fault of um, Gion Carlo Esposito, or however you say his name, I've obviously got it wrong there, but you know, my apologies. But I think it's just because you know how it ends up, and you know that he's not going to die at the hands of Lalo, or you know, there's no real conflict there. So this is the only time where the show for me has sort of gotten stuck at that sort of prequel problem because this shows one of its greatest strengths is that it's happened to avoid the prequel problem. However, when I think it comes to Gus, I think he's the character that does suffer the most from the prequel problem. So this episode, we see Nacho going to Lalo's compound, which I know they've, I already knew about these, that they have them in Mexico, but the compound is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like, I know a lot of people don't really pay attention to it, but the compound itself is absolutely beautiful. You know, you can just see them out with the big, you know, sort of trestle tables out in the garden, you know, and they're having their big meals and stuff like that. Absolutely beautiful place. But of course, it's heavily fortified because it is in Mexico and it is Lalo Salamanca. Nacho gets a call from the hitmen, so he's got to open the gate. Now, as we see later, these hitmen, uh, Gus claims to be the best in their field. However, we see that Gus isn't trusting Mike to vet him. So this is a different relationship that we see in Breaking Bad, and I think one of the reasons these guys failed is because they weren't vetted by Mike. Because if they were vetted by Mike, I'm pretty sure they would have succeeded. And it didn't seem like Lalo survived purely because he had plot armor or something. He just seems highly efficient and highly effective, highly intelligent, and basically killed these overly arrogant squad of mercenaries. I think the action scene was really well done, and I think it really opens the door to a great season six, with one caveat. I feel like it answered too many questions, maybe. Like, I'm sure they're going to introduce new plot threads uh, with Lalo and this side of the story. However, I feel like it closed off a lot of stuff. Now it almost seems like it could only be based off revenge, and normally Better Call Saul has a less cliche sort of story arc. However, you know, we'll see in Season 6 whether I'm right or wrong about that. Now, at the other side of the episode, we see what's going on with, of course, Saul and Kim. Now, Jimmy, we see, is absolutely terrified of Lalo, doesn't understand why Mike made him lie to him, especially because he came to the house and they did that incredible scene from last week. So it's really quite a comical scene where Jimmy goes to Mike's house and starts doing different annoying knocks to try and get his attention because he thinks he's inside. And then Mike surprisingly tells Jimmy what's going on, I think because he feels like he has to, because Mike, I cannot believe, would ever tell what is going on in a situation like that. But he tells Jimmy that Lalo's going to die tonight. Jimmy calms down a bit, goes back to the hotel. We then see Kim have a funny exchange with Howard where... Everybody always thinks that because Jimmy is such a reckless person, that Kim is always the victim of his behavior. However, she tries to make it clear, not just this time to Howard, but she's made it clear in the past that she makes her own decisions. And 
she is fully aware of what Jimmy is. And as viewers, we can tell that she she does struggle with it over the seasons, but she definitely does like this side of Jimmy. She doesn't want him to just get rid of it, and she just wants to keep the other half of him. And I think this ties back into that cold open we had with Kim's mother. Uh, I think it was like maybe episode 7 or episode 8. I don't think we've gone back to that, so it'll be interesting to see where we go with that. But she obviously has had a very complicated childhood, and I feel like she does have sort of an edgier side that she's tried to sort of bury because she wants to be a certain person, but Jimmy sort of really helps bring it out in her, which maybe isn't the best thing in the world. And we see this come to a forefront where at the end of the episode, uh, Kim does the sort of same shooter thing at Jimmy that Jimmy did to Kim at the end of last season when he became Saul Goodman. So season six from this side of the story, I think, has a lot of questions open, especially with the biggest question is what happens to Kim, because people are saying she either leaves him or she dies. Now, obviously, I think those are very valid points. However, we never really saw Jimmy's personal life in Breaking Bad. However, the one problem I've had trying to go, well, how could Kim be around in Breaking Bad still with Jimmy if when he flees, Kim isn't with him? I'd find it hard to believe that they were together through Breaking Bad and then Jimmy fled off by himself. So unless they show us that she got away some different different way, then maybe I could see it. But I feel like the most likely scenario is that she leaves or dies. And based off this final episode where she seems perfectly fine with it, I feel like she is much more likely to die or even go to jail with the plan that they're hatching to destroy Howard. So I know people have been giving this season a bit of a mixed review, but I really love this season, honestly. And I'd give this final episode maybe an 82 to an 85 out of 100. I thought it was a really solid finish the episode, and I personally can't stand the fact that I have to wait till 2021 to see the final season. Make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe if you liked the video. Dislike it if you didn't like it. Helps me out in the YouTube algorithm. Let me know what you thought in the comments below. I'll respond to all your comments. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye.